Plus. Coming up, we'll dig into what is and what isn't taxed in retirement. We've got suggestions on the way to create a tax-efficient strategy for your retirement years. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. Well, it is the time of the year that everyone's thinking about taxes. I know that I am, and we're going to talk about taxes to open up the show today. Your Powerful Legacy Radio, Christina Ping Kepperling. She is CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Uh, we could make a song about this time of the year, Christina. What do you think? It's the most wonderful time of the year, <laughs> or maybe I not. That, <laughs> I think that I just rolled my eyes a little bit there, Dave. <laughs> well, you know, taxes are with us. With us forever uh, as long as we're on the earth so i mean i don't think it's not a shock that taxes don't go away in retirement no it's not a shock at all they're still here no matter what we do and folks you've got to be paying attention to this this is such a big deal i see a lot of retirements that do not have what they need because they do not calculate taxes inside of it i've got a client who called me and her previous advisor she had taken a withdrawal her previous advisor she just found out this morning that they didn't take any taxes out at all on a hundred and ten thousand dollars that is going to be a massive hit yes so it is. how how terrible is that i mean of course you know i have no control because it was done before she became my client but right yeah, um, I'm so sad for her. She sent me a text, help with multiple exclamation points. Oh, I got her. We'll get this done. But wow, what a mess. But you got to you got to get that money. It's got to be paid, right? Huh? We sure do. Mm, mm, mm. Where do you get that? Um, I mean, not to pry too much into that, but I'm just curious, what strategies are you implementing? We're going to have to pull from that short-term account that is available. Just, uh-huh. I mean, and all of it is qualified. All of her retirement savings are saved pre-tax, so we're going to have to pay even more taxes to get the money to pay the taxes. This sucks. Well- uh, you know, we're going to look at Roth also on the show today, but let's look at some ways social uh, that retirement is subject to taxation. I had Social Security on the brain because that is uh, subject to taxation. How is it? A lot of people think that it's no big deal with Social Security, but that is just simply not true. I'm going to go over a couple of stats here in just a second, but with Social Security, Remember that no matter what you do, Social Security is taxable for the rest of your life. So I do want to give you those numbers here. If you're married and you file a joint return, up to 50% of your Social Security benefits may be taxable if you and your spouse have an income between 32 and 44000 Anything over $44,000, 85% is subject to income tax. Now, if you're single, that income is between twenty-five and thirty-four thousand. Up to fifty percent of your Social Security is taxable. If that income is more than thirty-four thousand, eighty-five percent is taxable. This is where I think a lot of people miss it. You just think, well, Social Security technically was a tax. Why am I being taxed on my taxes? <laughs> right, right. Because that would be America. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have you heard about you earned it, you keep it proposed legislation? And it's, of course, yes. just proposed. You've heard about it? Yeah, I've heard about it. I don't know what's really going to happen. I mean, I think well, it, that we're, we've got a lot of decisions that have to be made. And I, I really, really hope that they can get Social Security right. There are so many people that have paid in their entire lives and they're just worried sick that they're not going to be able to continue the Social Security that they were depending on in their retirement this is and and it was interesting i mean and again it's very early you never know what's going to become law this is just in the house but u.s representative angie craig introduced it um it would um eliminate the taxation federal taxation on social security and mm-hmm. pay for it by raising the cap for individuals earning more than two hundred fifty thousand annually so yeah. uh anyway we'll just keep an eye on that but for right now you're right it's subject to taxation what about pensions Pensions are fully taxable as ordinary income, just as if you were making a paycheck. That's one of the things that people love about pensions is that, of course, you're getting a paycheck. It continues, and it is taxed just as ordinary income. So watch that. A lot of people think that taxes are going to go down. Well, what if your pension is almost as much as what you were making? Your taxes aren't going down. They could actually go up. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm sure it's a shock to many to learn how much taxation can factor into retirement. You need to plan proactively, and that is something that Christina does. 
on behalf of the people she works with, her people, 844-823-6387 to become one of her people. Uh, You can call in and schedule a comprehensive review, 844-823-6387. What about taxation with interest-bearing accounts? So I really love talking about this because everybody wants to earn interest, of course, inside of your retirement account. I mean, that is our duty as financial advisors is to try and earn you some interest over the years. I mean, that's (laughs) one of the main things that we're shooting for. But Mm -hmm. you do know that interest payments are taxed as ordinary income at ordinary income rates. So think about that for a second. I'm going to break it down to something very simple, a CD at the bank. I know that they are paying really well right this moment. And so every year you're going to get a 1099 on that interest or when the CD matures, rather, you'll get that 1099 on the interest that you've earned and you have to pay taxes as ordinary income on that interest. Now, municipal bonds, they can have an exemption at the federal tax level. They may be exempt at the state tax. Sometimes if they're within your own municipality, your local tax can be exempt as well. So having a conversation about if a municipal bond could be good for you to help save and have some relief on those taxes on your interest. That could be a great thing. Yeah, uh, certainly. Uh, Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, dividends, all of that, of course. So what strategies do we need to consider? So what we're looking at are what type of gains are they? So first off, long-term capital gains are anything that's held over a year. They're taxed at 0, 15, or 20%, just depending on the rate where you're at by your income threshold. And your net investment income tax, or your NIT, we like to call that, (laughs) the factors are for some taxpayers are at a rate of about 3.8%. And uh, I know, you know, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about Roth uh, options coming up, but traditional IRAs and 401ks. Traditional IRAs and 401ks are money that has been saved pre-taxed. The withdrawals are taxed as ordinary income. Required minimum distributions do start at age 73. By 2033, it'll be age 75. Withdrawals before 59 and a half years old can be subject to that 10% tax penalty. There are a couple of exceptions here. We've got a little rule 72. We've got a rule of 55. So talk to your advisor about that if you're retiring before 59 and a half years old and you have those type of savings that are pre-taxed. What's taxable in retirement? Here's a little bright spot. Life insurance proceeds, Christina. Oh, life insurance proceeds are not taxed when it's received for the beneficiary. So when you do have life insurance that actually builds cash value, watch out for that. When you surrender that policy or you take a withdrawal, not a loan, but you take a withdrawal from that, it's also taxed. So be careful about that. How about savings bonds? I love savings bonds. I I actually have a couple of small savings bonds for my kids, but remember that it is also taxed as ordinary income upon maturity or redemption if you take that out. But it may be tax-free for education expenses, which is one of the things that we love to buy those for, for our kids and grandkids, if certain criteria is met there. We talk a lot about annuities here, and you've done a, a great job breaking down the different types of annuities, but how does it work, taxation with annuities? So remember, annuities, the portion that is tax-free inside of the principal, of course, that is going to remain tax-free. But the interest earnings are taxed at ordinary income rates unless it was purchased with pre-tax funds. And of course, the whole thing is going to be taxed as ordinary income. And home sales. A lot of people will sell their home to maybe downgrade or move. This is something that, Dave, I'm seeing a lot more people talk about. What Downsize, is... I should have said. I'm sorry, not downgrade. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just thought about that. That didn't sound right. <laughs> I knew exactly what you meant, so I just yeah. kept on. You know, that's okay. <laughs> uh... So for single couples, that is going to, or single people, I'm so sorry, single couples. For single people, that's going to be a $250,000 exemption. And for married, it's going to be $500,000. So let's just say that your uh, difference, let's say you bought the home for $100,000 and you sold it for $500,000 and you're married, you're fine. All of that gain is going to be exempt from the taxation because you have up to $500,000 that you can be exempt. Okay. Well, it's a lot a lot of rules here as you know, we know that um, how many pages is the uh, tax code? <laughs> yeah, so the the housing exemption is topic tax code 701 for those of you wanting to know what that is and you can look it up. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about selling your home, remember this is when you purchased it. 
So just in the last few years, we have had some major hikes in real estate prices. This is fantastic for those that are selling, but what if your home went through the roof and you earned more than $250,000 and you're single or widowed inside of that situation with the gains in the market? So that could be really nasty for you. Folks, we, we do know that your time is very important here at Powerful Legacy. Our time is very important as well. We would like to go ahead and open those phone lines, folks. We are going to offer you today a complimentary consultation. This is completely complimentary. We're not going to talk to you about sales or anything ridiculous like that. Let's talk about your personal situation. I know most of you out there are worried about taxes. Let's talk about your taxes and how it's going to affect your retirement. 844-823-6387. Text the word POWERFUL to 844-823-6387. I can't wait to sit down and talk to you about this because I know it's going to relieve your stress just knowing what to expect. And uh, to schedule with Christina, 844-823-6387. And you can call and you can text. If you text, it's powerful, 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387. It is just important to get proactive, to get the strategies together. I mean, and that's just one part of working with Christina, being proactive, as we'll talk about later on the show. Uh, but with taxes, with building into income, with protective components, it's a holistic approach that she takes. But this first meeting, she's not even going to offer you business. It's a chance for her to get to know you. You get to know her. The great thing is you walk away with a good look at what your retirement plan could be, what it could look like. So again, to schedule with Christina, call 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387, or text POWERFUL to 844-823-6387. Tax-free beats tax-deferred every time. One way to get tax-free income in retirement is to contribute to a Roth IRA. So Christina's going to have some suggestions to help save you even more. And we'll talk tax-free coming up on Your Powerful Legacy Radio. You can catch Christina Ping Kepling on ABC 36, Saturdays, 10 a.m. and Saturday nights at 7 p.m. She Her books are The Retirement Train and The Holistic Retirement. We're back with Your Powerful Legacy Radio. Still on the subject of taxes, Christina. The inception of the Roth IRA can be traced back to the Taxpayer Relief Act of 1997, with its implementation commencing in 1998. Senator William Roth, a Republican from Delaware, is the namesake behind the financial tool. Now, let's fast forward to 2024, and the Roth has emerged as a highly favorable choice among individuals for saving towards retirement. So Christina's going to break down Roth strategies for us. Let's look at this, the old prepaid retirement tax bill, Christina. I really love Roth, Dave. Of course, you know, you just gave the best reasons why we do love it. But as we're talking about Roth and what it really means to us, we're not just talking about today. That's what we need to have the discussion about when we do have a conversation about paying the taxes and creating a Roth is that you're looking for tax-free in the future. So this type of tax bill, and there's only one other way, the tax code 7702, are the only ways to save tax-free for retirement. That's it. You've got a couple of little triple tax plays out there, you know, like your HSAs, you can use that for qualified medical expenses. It's tax favorable going in takes tax favorable growing and tax favorable coming out so we really like that but Roth IRA and 7702 are the only two ways that you can save tax-free for the future yes uh, and Christina would love to talk to you about that we'll, we'll break down to contributions and conversions uh, with Roth coming up in this segment it, re- it really is nice it's almost like um, I think I've used this one before it, it's the crock pot, the metaphorical crock pot. It's just in there cooking tax-free for you to enjoy later, like with a crock pot. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great way to put it. And you think about that, it's just cooking up some amazing tax-free retirement. Oh, my goodness gracious. What a what a wonderful thing to think about is that you have something in the future that you can withdraw that is tax-free. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tax-free investment growth. That's what we're looking at with Roth and and with the right strategies. What are uh, Now, there's some 
looking at withdrawals, and I know there's some flexibility for withdrawals. Can you break that down, how, how that does work, and what are the best times? So remember that the 59-and-a-half-year-old rule does apply to Roth IRAs, and the accounts must be established for at least five years. So this is something that is a little bit different than traditional IRAs, 401ks, that the required income tax payments are on each withdrawal. So that's not going to take place. Um, one of the best things to think about is if you are starting a Roth IRA and you are less than 59 and a half years old, you've got to make sure and get over that threshold so you can maximize those tax savings. That's what you're really looking for. And when you're choosing between traditional and Roth, it's a good idea to talk about what type of taxation you're anticipating in the future because is it really good to go ahead and pay all those taxes right now based on what your income is? Again, this is a little bit of a balance. Another thing is to talk about contributing to both. In most of your group plans now, you do have available, like your 401ks, to put into traditional and Roth 401k. You do have an option to put into both traditional and Roth IRAs as well simultaneously. So this is a really big deal and it can give you that diversification that you're looking for in taxation. Looking at the Roth and Roth strategies with Christina on the show. Christina's firm is Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Offices in Lexington and Louisville. So whichever one is most convenient to you, you can schedule that comprehensive review with a call or text to 844-823-6387. If you text, it's the word Powerful, 844-823-6387. You know, Christina, we get a lot of uh, questions on the show. We always close out with questions from listeners, and we've gotten a a lot over confusion over the whole five-year wait thing and whether that's on gains or contributions. How does that work? So when we're talking about waiting to see what it's going to look like for your taxation, talking about taxable gains is going to be huge. With Roth, remember, here is the huge part about it. All of the gains are completely tax-free. It grows tax-free. That is so huge. What is that going to look like for you? So think about this for a second. When you reach 59 and a half years old and you have Roth IRA, you've established it for at least the five years, you can take distributions with zero taxation. What if you're getting to a point where you have RMDs, so you have to take those, But then later on, let's say you're 75, 80 years old, you've taken your RMDs, everything's okay. You've turned on an income stream from that of some sort and there it is, but you need additional income. If you have that little Roth bucket sitting to the side, it's not going to kick you into another bracket, saving you on taxes in the far future. So tax savings today, tax savings for near dear down the road right here. And then wait Mm -hmm. on the road, was that going to look like for you and your overall retirement plan? You know, we've talked about the SECURE Act, the original one, eliminated the stretch IRA. So even though I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Christina, an inherited, non-spousal inherited Roth IRA is still subject to that 10-year rule. It has to be all out in 10 years, but you don't deal with taxes, though. That's correct. Yes, it does need to be moved over. What they're looking for is just to where it's going to grow in non-qualified funds. One of the things that you can do is you can actually contribute to a Roth with that money. You're not paying any taxes on it, so just keep it tax-free. Put that money back right over into your own Roth. And I've seen this. So I've got a, um, unfortunately, I have a couple 20-year-olds that are my clients that their parents were my clients and their father passed away and left them almost a million dollars between the two. And it is all pre-tax money. This has been a tax nightmare because the stretch IRA is eliminated. There was a tiny bit of Roth in an account, and I have a 31-year-old female that is uh, one of my client's children. Same thing, the stretch IRA has got to be honored because you can no longer stretch it over the lifetime, so we've got to go ahead and get that out of there in 10 years. Well, one of the things that I want you to make sure and understand is that that has to play into their life right now. If something was to happen to you right now, what does that do to your heirs? For most of you, they're under 59 and a half years old. So if you're not married and you're leaving some Roth money or even some traditional money to your heirs, you've got to have that conversation with them about the taxes and what's going mm-hmm. to happen. Yeah, yeah, definitely, because it is a, it's a timing thing in, in many ways with the Roth. Another thing, I don't know if there's a lot, lot of confusion over it, but 
but there there are two different things: a Roth contribution and a Roth conversion. Uh, what's the difference between the two? So a Roth contribution is when you are contributing into that Roth. And remember, you are limited. So make sure that you know what all those limitations are. And as we're having the conversation about Roth conversions, you are not limited. So contributions, you are in limited by income and then also the maximum amount that you can put in there. So as we're jumping into Roth conversions, you do not have that limit and we just need to have the conversation about what would it do to your taxes. This can become a really, really big tax problem if you are still earning a lot of money and you're converting Roth at the exact same time. I don't like the name of it, Dave, but it's actually called the backdoor Roth conversion right. is what it's called if someone wants <laughs> yeah. to Google that and see what that means. Because it sounds like, but it's totally legit. It's just that name gives it that negative connotation. I try and think about who comes through the back door of your home. It's going to be family, friends, wonderful things, you know, so it's, it's a very positive situation. Don't it's a good it. way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. Have you noticed some homes that no one ever uses the front door? It's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ours <laughs> um, is very rarely used. <laughs> right. Uh, Roth, now, what about one thing on conversions? Um, can you speak to the, the delicate dance there to make sure you don't change the tax bracket situation? So what we do not want to do is fall into a situation where you are changing your tax bracket. This is just a nightmare. And when we're looking at those overall tax brackets, I do want to run over just a couple of numbers here, folks. So for those single filers, that average tax bracket, that 22% is going to be between $47,150 up to $100,525. For those of you that are married, it's $94,300 up to $201,050. So let's say that we are going to convert some Roth. And let's say that you are married filing jointly and you are earning about $150,000 a year. Remember that 22% bracket only goes up to 201050. So this is going to come in as earned income as you're paying those taxes, converting over to Roth. So you're not going to want to convert more than what's going to go over that 201050, or that knocks you up into the next bracket, the 24%. For some people, it is actually worth it to pay that additional 2% in taxes and convert significantly more at today's taxation rate because guess what? You know it's locked in. You know that you've paid those taxes and you're done. That's a conversation to have. But uh-oh, if it's going to knock you up to that 32% bracket going up another 9%, it's probably not going to break even. It won't be worth it. Well, it's a lot to it, Roth. And uh, thanks to Senator William Roth, the late Senator William Roth, uh, who it's his, uh, he's the namesake of this um, Roth that came again from the Taxpayer Relief Act of 1997. And it opened some, uh, some doors of opportunity here in the subject of taxes, which uh, Christina has devoted the first two segments of this week's show to. And good timing on that. It is tax time. So if you want to come in and talk about what are good proactive strategies for you and also good building income in your retirement strategies and more, you can schedule a comprehensive review with Christina, and you can do that right now. We'll open the phones at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. And when you are giving us a call, remember this is truly no cost and no obligation. We're not obligating you to any business with Powerful Legacy. We just want to help you. That's what this is about. And when you come in, if you want to know why we do this, you are more than welcome to ask me. I love to share the reason why we do this in our community. So 844-823-6387. Text the word powerful to the same number, 844-823-6387. Get scheduled for your complimentary consultation today. Yeah, come on in and talk about it as it applies to you. And again, that number, 844-823-6387. Christina will talk to you about um, good strategies that she feels would be in your best interest uh, in the areas of income building, social security maximization, certainly proactive tax strategies in your retirement. And there's a lot to that and protective components, even looking at health care costs down the road, even looking at the possibility of long-term care down the road. That's what makes this review comprehensive. It's no obligation, no cost. And that's what makes the process, if you do go forward with Christina, holistic. Uh, this, and again, Christina says this first one, you're coming in to be told and not sold. So please don't think that's some high pressure thing. It's not. 
it's informational. It's quite informative, but it's not anything that she's not pushing products. She doesn't even offer business on this first consultation. Seems very refreshing, actually. But you do get a good look at what your retirement plan can be. 844-823-6387. Call or text POWERFUL. 844-823-6387. Addressing your bucket list is an essential aspect of planning for the future, beyond just the financial and administrative aspects. So when we come back, considerations for incorporating your bucket list into your overall life planning. Well, we talked taxes in the first two segments, and now we're going we're gonna to have some fun here. We're going to talk about the fun that you can and should have and deserve to have in your retirement. It's your powerful legacy radio. Christina Ping Kepperling invites you to visit her website. Learn about the firm. Yourpowerfullegacy.com is the website. The firm is Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. All right, we got the tax conversation out of the way, Christina. Let's have some fun now. What are we going to do in our retirement? Everyone should have a bucket list, shouldn't they? Dream, a dream list. That's right. I completely agree with you. Everyone should have a bucket list. I know I do not have a bucket list. It's just things that are a dream out there. It's something that I want to do and it's in the near future. Then mm-hmm. I also have a second bucket. Imagine that me having multiple buckets being <laughs> in the career that I'm in. <laughs> right, exactly. So I like multiple buckets, things that are short term, whatever it may be. I know a lot of you have an amazing bucket list for things that you want to accomplish in your retirement, in your lifetime. And a lot of times when you're working, you're just too busy and you're not able to accomplish this. I do hear from a lot of folks, the number one thing, if I was to say, what is it that people love to do in retirement? It's going to be travel when they're Mm. still young, still have that physical ability to get out there and travel the second one is probably this is going to sound really bad guys forgive me here the honeydew list Hmm. a lot of projects in the home that you've just been way too busy to jump into and you've always wanted to do well here goes that honey list it's going to go through the roof when you retire because honey you got the time (laughs) right (laughs) yeah it does and 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 it's you've talked about that before that and and the travel all necessary to think about dream about and plan on not just dream but plan on it Uh, but it can be expensive so as you're defining it, how do you factor in, you have to factor in reality somewhat on what you can f- afford? Yes. Having that conversation about what realistically you can afford is huge. Now, remember, <laughs> if you have pre-tax money, you have to pay the taxes on this. So if the first few years of your retirement, when those are the go-go years, you want to get out there and you want to spend an extra you know, $15,000, $20,000, remember, that's going to be taxed. So that has to be factored into the overall amount of income that you're pulling from there. And some people actually use their emergency savings for that. And then they turn around and just continue saving in retirement and replenish that, or they have a little bit of a travel fund as well. So there's more than one way to skin a cat. We've got several ways that we like to talk about saving for your plan, but you've got to have it in alignment with your overall financial plan, or you could decumulate too quickly and run out of money in your lifetime. That's not something that we ever want. Yeah, and you really touched on that where you could go to emergency, that bucket, since we're on the bucket theme, and you talk about having that emergency fund, the need to have that. But uh, then is it a good idea to have a bucket list bucket itself, something that you save in, and it's just for that? That's guilt-free then. Yes, that is a great way. A bucket for a bucket list item, absolutely. (laughs) And I think just having that travel bucket, it's there. I do see a lot of people that um, their hobbies become magnified. So I've got a gentleman who told me very clearly when he came in for his retirement plan, I need a total different account that is just going to take care of my golf. I want a golf membership at this place and this place, and it's going to cost X. That became part of the plan. That was something that was really important to him. And he wanted to spend more time in retirement working on his handicap. And he said, well, I'm still young and I can get out here and enjoy this. There it is. And I'm a big fan of that. My in-laws, they're in their late 70s. I do talk about them sometimes. And it is so amazing. They're out playing golf four or five days a week. That's Mm -hmm. something that they love. They've lived on a golf course down in Florida for several years. And 
that is something that is very important to them. They want to make sure that that's part of their overall plan. And you know, they're my in-laws, so you know, I help them take care of every single dime. This is not like the plumber that never fixes stuff for their Hmm. family. My family comes to me first. They know that I'm that expert in the family and I'm here to help people. And that's the way that it should be. You should be out there helping people, especially in your family and Mm -hmm. having those buckets in alignment. Absolutely. And I I love the way that you dedicate portions of the show to looking at the parts of retirement that we're actually working for. I mean, we're we're working to have fun, to enjoy our retirement. We're working to achieve that financial independence so that we can. And that does require good strategies. It requires a plan for retirement. And that's where Christina can come in. And you can get a look at your plan with what she opens up on her show every week, uh, the chance to come in for a comprehensive review. You can schedule that with simple phone call or text to 844-823-6387. You can text as well the word powerful to 844-823-6387. And I'm sure you talk to people about, um, actually, I'll give you a second to think about it. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but if you could come up with in this segment, the most unique bucket list you've ever heard from a client. But what about timelines uh, in talking to them about setting timelines for these fun activities or whatever? (laughs) Sometimes, unfortunately, I do have to retire folks because they're just simply not able to work anymore, which also means that they're probably not able to enjoy some of those things on their bucket list. And, uh, you know, (laughs) that is such a really tough subject is what are those timelines? Because we never know how much time we have. I was at a financial conference recently and our keynote speaker made a comment that just really stuck to me. He said, you know, put your hand over your heart, feel that. That heartbeat is your superpower, and you never know when it's going to run out. You are not guaranteed the next heartbeat. That's it. And so in retirement, my father-in-law kind of jokes down in Florida that people go to Florida to die because Hmm. that's where all the older people (laughs) like to go. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm getting tickled saying that. i God's waiting room, you know. Just exactly. Just the way he says it is so funny (laughs) because they're just so active and Uh, awesome. You know, they're they're getting all that vitamin D down there. They're really excited to be down there all the time. But when you're looking at that last milestone, which is retirement, this is the longest and most impactful milestone in your life. So you've got to get all of the financial planning correctly, but then what about what you're going to do? I've not had anyone that's walked in my firm and said, I can't wait to retire so I can just sit on my couch or sit in my recliner all day long and just die. That's it. You know, that's Mm. not how it goes. People tell me they retire and they are so excited to do something. They want to volunteer. They want to spend more time with their family. They want to um, give more inside of their church or more to their hobbies. I hear people wanting to do things. And Mm -hmm. so one of the things also that was discussed at conferences, what does do actually mean? I mean, it's, it's determination of your obsession. And so if there's something that you really love, I would say, if I was to say my number one obsession, it's probably here on earth as my family. They're my number one obsession. Mm -hmm. And I definitely want to spend as much time with them as possible. So I could see people in retirement that they turn all of those things that they're so passionate about into what they want the most. I do have to still think about what is the craziest one. I've got three or four, so keep going, Dave. I'll be thinking (laughs) about it. (laughs) Well, you know, just like with the plan, you should review your bucket list. And I'm sure you work with people on that because, you know, it's a relationship you develop with people you work with in their retirement. It's not just a one and done, set up the plan, have a nice life. I mean, you're working with Christina reviewing. You probably talk to them and ask them, well, what have you checked off your list lately? Well, when we're talking about checking off your list, your list is going to be completely just individualized and very different than anyone else's. Talk about your list. What is that? What are some of those personal and growth goals? I do see a lot of folks that when they retire, they don't even look the same after about six months because they get so focused on going out and having a walk every day. It's so simple when you've not been doing that through your life and then all of a sudden you do, you look pretty incredible. But yeah, just going out and having that walk every day and planning good healthy meals and being on a good meal schedule and just making some good choices. I have a lot of retirees that love to eat out lunch or happy hour. So 
the alarm clock kind of goes out the window, and I hear a lot of people who are getting up at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. They sleep in until eight or nine. It's crazy. <laughs> that that's wow. probably the number one thing that I see, and they'll tell me, Christina, don't call me yeah. before ten o'clock. <laughs> I'm like, really? Oh, but you were allowed to call me before ten o'clock. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, because you work. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I've seen what you said. It's so true. With my three brothers-in-law, well, actually, my sisters too. Uh, especially one because they ran the business together. But when they retired, I saw a change in their physical appearance because they had relatively high-stress jobs, and it just, they looked different. They acted different. <laughs> you know, and I mean, that's what we're all working. Not everyone has a high-stress job. Some people don't even want to totally retire. They love their, I love my job. You love your job. But uh, it's it's just whatever is right for you in your retirement. That's what it's all about. And you know, it is important to share that bucket list with people. Well, and sharing that bucket list, when you talk with your family and your friends, actually, this is what makes it real. A dream is just a dream until you actually write it down and share it with people and you turn it into a goal. So let's let's talk about how we move those things over into goals. And for those of you who know me on a regular basis, I do have a lot of family and friends out there that are listening. I appreciate your support. Love you all so much. And thank you for always being here with me, especially my dad. I know he's listening right now. Hey, dad. And uh one of the things that I really love is that I am extremely goal oriented. I don't have one single goal in my life that I've ever set that I wasn't able to accomplish. I don't stop until I get it done. And when I hear a lot of people talk about their goals in retirement, one thing that I do hear quite a bit is they want to learn to play an instrument. That's kind of an interesting one, a goal out there, or learning a new language. That's pretty interesting. The number one thing that I'm seeing people that are learning that's newer is pickleball. I've got so many clients yeah. playing pickleball right it's now. It's huge now. Crazy. It really is. I've never played myself, but I am going to get together uh, some of my fantastic clients that I really love. Uh, Brent and Sandy, they're dear friends of mine as well, are getting into pickleball, and I want to get into it with them. They've invited me a couple times, so I'm going to get out there and play some pickleball, see if I like it. And before I go all in, you know me, I've got to have the shoes and skirt that match or whatever else. So that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, I've heard that it's like easier than tennis, but you know, it's like tennis, but it's, I've heard that it's easier to learn and play. Yes, a little easier physically than tennis, but still is something that you do have to be in good shape to play. Yeah, so I'm sure. hearing. So that means it will keep you in good shape. I don't think mm -hmm. there's anything wrong with that one at all. No, not at all. Well, let's talk about your bucket list. You can schedule with Christina and get a look at your retirement plan. And this opportunity is right now and at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. Give us a call. 844-823-6387. You're going to get a human being that will answer the phone, but you're not calling into the show on the air. I want to make sure that we're crystal clear about that because we've had several people that have said to us, I was so worried about calling into the show. I just sent you an email on your website because I don't want to be on the air. You won't be. You're going to call into our center, get a human being. They're going to get you scheduled. If you want to do things electronically, yes, go ahead and text the word powerful to 844-823-6387. This is going to guide you through getting an appointment right on my calendar. You can see what's available. Pick your time, come in and see us. We will drop you an email the next business day, folks. And Confirm the appointment number one, and also give you a list of the documentation that we recommend that you bring to make the most of our time together. For most of you out there, a lot of people prefer to send me the documentation before you come in so we can actually, you know, get down to the meat and taters of this holistic plan before, mm. <laughs> before mm. anyone wants to really get complicated with the long-term goals or whatever it's going to be. So at least having that basic information out there. Again, 844-823-6387. And I can't wait to talk about your goals. Let's jump in there and talk about your goals. A comprehensive review about your retirement, 844-823-6387. And coming up, we'll tell you how to submit a question to be answered on the show. And Christina will answer questions on the show to close it out. Your powerful legacy radio.
yourpowerfullegacy.com. That is the website. Now, that's another way to schedule with Christina Ping Kepperling and the team at Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. It's also how you can hear the podcast. You can learn about the firm. Definitely click that retirement tax bill calculator. And many people say where you can reach out to Christina. Hey, here's one you can you can answer on the show. We appreciate that. Just if you would throw in your town so we can know where you're listening. And uh, we can shout out your town, too. Uh, again, that's at yourpowerfullegacy.com. Well, let's start out with one from Lawrenceburg. Uh, all of my friends say that you need at least a million dollars saved to retire comfortably these days. But I only have about half of that. So I'm a little worried about retiring next year. I'm 65 right now. Should I keep working into my 70s? So, no. Um, The first thing is there is no magic number. You don't need at least a million dollars. The average retirement account is just a little over $360,000 in the United States. So stay patient with yourself. You only have half. You're still above average. One thing that I do want to make sure you understand is it has nothing to do with the money that you've saved. It has to do with how you want to spend the money. Is there enough money to spend based on your lifestyle? So let's say that you're total expenses are $4,000 a month. So $1,000 a week. I'm just giving some round numbers here. And that's pretty average. I do see that quite a bit. Someone who doesn't have a mortgage, just paying those regulatory bills and staying comfortable, everything's good and a little bit of extra just to enjoy. So about 4,000 a month. Well, let's say that your social security is $2,500 a month of that. So think about that for just a second. You only have $1,500 a month difference that needs to be made up to make sure that you're here. Well, then we need to factor in for the future, inflation, taxes, all of those items, and make sure that you're going to be on that retirement roadmap on track for retirement, making sure that you're going to hit those goals if you do have longevity, which is a very big risk. So with someone saying, I need at least a million dollars, there's a possibility you don't. You do not need a million dollars in that example that I just gave you. You need closer to around that $400,000 mark at most. And we do appreciate um, your question and your listening. And if you want to come in, you're you're looking like you're about a year, thinking about a year from retirement. Come in and uh, and talk with Christina. Uh, And if you have something in place already, this is a great second opinion opportunity. 844-823-6387. Here's one from St. Matthews. I am well into retirement age, although still working. And I have my nest egg of about 500,000 invested entirely in stocks. I am getting worried about the future of the economy and the market. Should I transfer everything to a safer environment or investment? So, no. First off, you should not be transferring it. You should have a professional that's going to help you. And the second is, I don't like all the eggs in one basket. That's not a good idea. If you're invested entirely in stocks, what type of stocks are they? And what type of risk do they have? So, the question that you need to be Uh, asking with your professional and the answer that you're going to need to come to is going to be what is your risk tolerance? How much risk can you tolerate? So out of that half a million dollars, how much are you comfortable losing? What does that look like for you? And I'm going to give a little bit of a shocking thing here is I don't want to talk about percentages. I want to talk about the actual dollar amount. Does losing $50,000 sound like a really big number to you you're probably in that financial red zone and you're wanting to get to a point where you can have a financial fill up all the time and if you're emptying out fifty thousand dollars in loss that financial fill up may not be where you need it to be so be really careful because fifty thousand dollars is only ten percent loss of that five hundred thousand i know people that their risk is dialed up there inside of their stocks they could lose 30 to 40 percent they would not recover that would just take way too much. So have the conversation. What is your risk tolerance? That's going to be the question. That's it, definitely. And and that's uh, one of the things that uh, part of that process in meeting with Christina, the determination of your tax, uh, your risk tolerance and a good risk assessment, 844-823-6387. From Somerset, is it wise or unwise to try to start planning how I'll handle the inheritance that I get when my mother passes away? She's in her late 80s. She is in declining health, and I do expect to get a substantial amount when she passes. So I certainly don't want to ask her what I can expect to get, but I do want to be able to start planning. How do you advise people on this? 
Well, first off, never count your chickens before they hatch. That's a really big piece. And if you're not wanting to ask her what to expect, that means she's not made it your business. So it's none of your business. You just pretend like there's nothing there. Inherited money is not meant to be money that you plan on for your personal retirement. You should not depend on that. You should have saved yourself. And, you know, if you're wanting to start planning, that basically sounds like you're trying to plan for her death. <laughs> I don't know. That's, yeah, I, it is very realistic. She is already over life expectancy, so I get that. But the dollar amount itself, don't talk to her about that. Why don't you try and be extra helpful while she's here? Is there anything I can do to help you feel like you have all of your affairs in order before we don't get to keep you anymore, Mom? What can I do to help you? It may not be anything financial. It might be something physical or, you know, maybe she has some bucket list items that she still wants to accomplish, but she can't do it herself. She might need you. Mm-hmm. So talk to her about that. If there's declining health, there's a possibility. All of that could go down the toilet. What if she goes into long-term care and there's a Medicaid spend down to $2,000 and all those assets are gone? Absolutely. Don't depend on that. What if she stays in long-term care for 10 years from her late 80s until her late 90s and then she could passes? Happen. That's going to drain an estate very quickly. So maybe protecting that estate could be a good idea to have a conversation about. So I don't really like to say that you should plan, quote unquote, on receiving an inheritance that should not be part of your income plan, but I think that you should be helping her make sure that she feels comfortable and things are going in the direction that she wants. Yeah, and uh, I, I know you've you've dealt with people who have then have inherited money, and all of a sudden they've got this windfall. But and then that's the time then when you know what you're dealing with. Yes, I do see that quite a bit. Um, inherited money is very common because we do have these boomers, if you will, and still very conservative, did not overspend, you know, just it's a different type of era and have been very conservative in their savings and spending habits. And just, I really love seeing that, but they're passing that money onto their children and their children do not have those same habits and they blow through it very quickly. I'm seeing this all the time, Mm. but I'm also seeing that the ones who do blow it very quickly, it's usually a situation where they were dependent on their parents for most of their life. It doesn't have anything to do with just their retirement years. They've Mm -hmm. kind of been, you know, a burden on their parents for a while. They didn't ever make themselves independent. If we're talking about a situation where maybe your child is disabled, that's completely different. I'm not talking about that. But if someone is able, that's just where it runs. Now, I've also never met somebody, Dave, I'm going to flip the coin here for just a second, if that's Okay. okay. I also have never had someone that says, I want to leave X amount to my children or grandchildren just so they can park it and they never touch it. No, they want to leave that money to them for them to spend it and enjoy it Right. and enjoy in their life. I have a lot of grandparents that love to leave money for education, for weddings and a first home or the first child, those big milestones. Mm -hmm. Most people love to leave money for those big milestones. And when it's structured inside of a vehicle, you know, maybe it's a trust for your family, whatever it is, that is all structured inside of there. So you get what you want, even when you're not here anymore, making sure that your family feels how much you love them and want to make sure that they enjoy it. But still you have control of that. Yeah. Uh, and you know, we've had a lot of legacy conversations on the show. And I mean, again, another part of that process with Christina, uh, another way to schedule with Christina is the website. And you can get a question into Christina for the show, yourpowerfullegacy.com from Lexington. I'm 65. I'll be retiring later this year. I have about 150,000 in my Roth IRA and about 450,000 in my 401k. Does it matter which one I start taking money from first or should I just take some from each? Yes, it matters. That is a really, really big deal. So you just said you're 65 and retiring later this year, which means your earnings for the majority of the year are going to be calculated in your income. So where is that income and what is the tax bracket with your income? That's the first thing to take a look at. And then when we're talking about decumulating funds, what is going to be the most tax favorable? that's what we're really looking for. There is no one size fits most. And I hate to even tell you this, but from year to year, it changes as well. That's why you should be meeting with your professional from year to year and seeing what is the best for me concerning the decumulation to make sure that it is the most tax favorable. So I know I just basically gave you a very broad answer, but there is no 
one size fits most. And yes, that does matter. The taxation on your money absolutely matters unless you just don't care how much you pay in taxes. So I don't know anyone who's ever felt that way. So let's hmm. let's sit down and have that conversation. Dave, I do want to tell you one of my favorite bucket list from some clients. Okay. I didn't forget. <laughs> in December of 2019, uh-huh. I have some clients that came in. I got them both retired. They sold their primary home and everything that was in it. They have two little dogs, uh, just one little dog now because one of them passed away, unfortunately. But they bought this massive motorhome RV thing. And I haven't seen them in person since December of 2019. They video wow. conference me <laughs> for their reviews. And uh, I'm good with that. But there's they, traveling. They just travel. So they go to all these campsites and they give out uh, Gideon Bibles and they um, just help share the word of God to people. I really love that. I mean, when they told me what they wanted to do, I'm kind of going, huh, well, this is their bucket list. This is what it really amounts to. We all know that that's not realistic forever. So their comment was, we want to travel until we can't. Well, that is wonderful. I hope they can for a long time. Yes. I knew you'd come up with a good one. I'd, I'd ask her, Christina earlier on the show if she gave the, one of the, or at least one of the most unique bucket list items she's gotten from clients. So you did it. And now you can come in and share your dreams of your retirement. Get a look at how you get the planning infrastructure to make it all happen. A comprehensive review with Christina available now at no cost, no obligation. No cost and no obligation, folks. That's what that really means. What does retirement look like for you every morning when you wake up? The second, I'm going to give you that really quick. The second one that was so interesting, I've got a gentleman who said he was going to get up in the morning and he was going to drive as slow as possible to hold people up in traffic to pay back for all the slowness that he had in traffic for his commute. No so that's joke. the guy, huh? That's him. Yes, he's out there doing that. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. He never did it that one day. Funny. He just gave it up. He was good with it, you know, whatever. Yeah, but I it was still that. funny that, that he said that's it. That's funny. I know. Yes. I think I, I think I did run into him, though. Come see us. 844 6387. We do have offices in Lexington and Louisville. And come meet our team. You're going to see my little dog, Zeus. I cannot wait to share him with you. Oh, he just perked up when I said his name. I'm sure you heard his <laughs> collar. So precious. And that's probably one of the favorites. Come in and see us. Come see Zeus. Let's talk about your retirement today, your retirement plan today. What's on your bucket list? What can we do to help you? 844 823 6387. You know, I just went to the dentist recently, and, uh, and and I love my dentist, but that's never a fun thing. This is a fun thing because you're talking about funding, getting the plan together for, and getting your the longest vacation of your life schedule. That's what it's all about. Get a look at your plan, 844-823-6387. Call or text POWERFUL, 844-823-6387. And catch Christine on ABC 36, Saturdays, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. We'll see you next week on the radio, your powerful legacy radio. advisory services offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Christina Ping and her guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.